Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For 2019, one of the top stories has to be the matter of vaping, the whole vaping spectrum of concerns. Uh, Talk to us about it today. Uh, Rob Cunningham joining us. Mr. Cunningham is a senior policy analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. Rob, welcome aboard. Thanks very much, Sterling. Good to be with you. It's good to have you with us. Now, you have a 613 phone exchange, Rob, but I understand you're in British Columbia this weekend. Well, um, actually, I am in Ottawa. Uh, oh, okay. At, at, at the moment. All right. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about the demise, if you will, of vaping throughout 2019. It wasn't as harmful a year ago, Rob, as it is seen to be now. It's been quite a turnaround year. It really has. And the landscape has completely changed. Um, one of the big factors was the dramatic increase in youth vaping in a study published in June uh, in the British Medical Journal but about Canadians uh, aged 16 to 19, and it found that in a single year, uh, youth vaping, uh, 16 to 19-year-olds, went up by 74% in mm-hmm. 2018. And that uh, really increased on the radar uh, you know, for governments, uh, the importance of acting. And then throughout the summer um, and into the fall, um, we saw, especially in the United States, these cases of severe respiratory disease. That's right. Uh, week after week, and deaths, including many young people. Um, we had some in Canada too, where people were hospitalized. Young people were hospitalized. Right. Uh, on life support, and uh, the, the total now from the Center for Disease Control in the U.S. CDC is more than 2,500 of these cases of severe respiratory disease, and more than 50 deaths. And uh, tremendous public attention resulted, uh, government uh, responses in the United States, in Canada, and that has changed the landscape. Now, many of these cases are associated with cannabis um, or THC, but not all of them. Some of them are nicotine only. Uh, And this fall, you know, we've seen one province after another um, take action, and then just this past uh, week, the federal government. That's right. And of course, Nova Scotia was at the tip of the spear in terms of provincial bans on some of these products, wasn't it? Uh, Nova Scotia had a national precedent-setting measure to ban flavors, all flavors in e-cigarettes, except for tobacco flavor. And that had uh, all-party support. Um, it's going to come into force April 1st. Um, and you know, Nova Scotia, historically, was the first province to ban menthol in cigarettes and uh, to ban smoking in cars with kids. And then we saw other provinces follow. So, Rob, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the the cachet. Why is this so popular? You were saying that uh, statistically, vaping consumption among young people is up by seventy eight percent. This is now. You also said that some of the some of these uh, illnesses and some of the medical situations that have been reported have been related to THC or, or to cannabis rather. Uh, in the in in kids, though, uh, the seventy eight percent 
consumption rate. Is that about cannabis or is that just about kids trying hard to be cool? No, it's about that's e-cigarettes. You know, that's not cannabis. And, right. and then we've just had more data released by Health Canada on Thursday that shows, you know, for the, you know, the, the school year ending 2019, it's up yet more. And so, uh, you know, for that school year compared to two years earlier, it's, it's doubled. Um, so it just keeps going up and up and up. There seems to be no end in sight. And, you know, why is it cool? I mean, we have made such incredible progress over the years to reduce youth smoking. And now we're seeing a whole new generation of kids who would have never smoked becoming too addicted, addicted to nicotine through e-cigarettes. Well, and, and there's also uh, the, the other component, too, though, and this is disturbing, Rob, because a lot of people, a lot of grown-ups decided to move to the vaping format because it, it was sold to them convincingly as an antidote to smoking cigarettes. It's better for you to vape than smoke cigarettes. Well, certainly that was the intent of this product, uh, you know, for um, adults unable to quit smoking. Right, but what, what's happened is, has been a dramatic increase in youth among teenagers, and you know why? Um, you know a big factor has been the marketing by the tobacco companies. It's tobacco companies that are increasingly dominating the e-cigarette market in Canada. They've had lifestyle ads, you know, like they may have had 40 years ago for cigarettes. Mm-hmm. History is repeating itself. Um, you know, these uh, products um, have very high nicotine levels in many cases. Uh, some in Canada have 59 or 57 milligrams per milliliter, which is more than triple the European Union maximum that's been in place uh, for several years of 20. Um, we have a lot of flavors um, that are attractive to kids. We have sure. devices look like USB flash drives, mm-hmm. discreet. Parents, teachers may not actually recognize uh, you know, that it's a product that, that delivers nicotine. Kids may not even think there's nicotine in it. And yet they, then they can't stop using it. So a whole series of factors as you know, to why it's become uh, cool and very quickly, it's really stunning. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, the, the measure that health minister Patty Haidu announced uh, Thursday, very strong restrictions on advertising Canada wide. We applaud that. Um, it's going to be somewhat similar to the provisions for tobacco um, you know, you, kids, you know, will not be exposed. I mean, there'll still be ads that will be allowed in adult-only premises, such as bars and, and especially vape shops, some publications targeted to a specifically named adult. But it, it's going to be night and day compared to the current situation where we have ads that are on television. We haven't had cigarette ads on television since 1971. That's right. And, um, you know, there, there have been some on radio, on, on billboards, on uh, you know, social media, to particularly in an area where youth are exposed, um, you know, transit stations. Uh, so this is really going to change. In some provinces, they're even in the convenience stores. Um, you know, uh, still at the moment in Ontario, that's going to change as of January 1st, um, because the provincial regulations are finally catching up to what other provinces have done. It's still the case in Saskatchewan, although there's new legislation pending there. In Alberta, they're working on new legislation, but don't have any yet. Um, so this is this is very significant in terms of the the controls on the advertising. And certainly in, in terms of the top stories of the year, as we review 2019 and as Roy will next weekend, vaping has to be in the Canadian top 10. There's no getting around that, is there, Rob? I agree with you. I mean, you know, this is uh, we have a, you know, a public health crisis in terms of youth vaping. 
and that's the terms that also in the U.S. that have been used by the Food and Drug Administration, uh, you know, by the U.S. Surgeon General. Uh, it is shocking uh, what is going on. And, and, and unless we take effective action by federal governments, by provincial governments, uh, it's just going to keep climbing. And um, it's, you know, we're just going to, it's not going to be easy to get the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. We really need to do everything we can. So, Rob, the, we know we have a lot of scientific evidence to show that nicotine in cigarettes is an incredibly addictive substance. Is the nicotine content in vapes equally addictive? Uh, yes. And in some cases, and we're still studying it, but some of the new formulations, some are suggesting it may be more addictive. Um, you know, we'll have to have some more research on that because there's a nicotine salts is added, which you know makes it more palatable, easier to inhale. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I mean they're at, you know with these with these high nicotine products, they're they're at least as equally addictive. In some indications, they may be more. And you talked about advertising restrictions. For example, there was a campaign here uh, in, in, in many major cities where, uh, for example, in Vancouver, the, the subway system, the SkyTrain system, some of the major downtown uh, stations had floor-to-ceiling vape ads that went for 20, 30 feet long along the walls, and they were up and then all of a sudden mysteriously vanished within about 10 days. Uh, it, it didn't take long, but it was quite an elaborate and expensive campaign while it lasted. Well, you know, tobacco companies have so much money um, and they can advertise like that. It was, it was their doing. And it's not exposing just adult smokers unable to quit. Uh, it's exposing young people, it's exposing ex-smokers you know, who may relapse, who, who've already quit altogether. Now, I do want to commend the B.C. government and Health Minister Adrian Dix. They had an announcement um, in November uh, to have a series of measures uh, to have a maximum nicotine level of 20 milligrams per milliliter uh, to um, to get all flavored products out of uh, convenience stores into adult-only premises and to have right. some restrictions on flavor, some restrictions on advertising, plain packaging uh, with respect to uh, e-cigarettes, you know, something the federal government's already done for tobacco, and, and a, num- a number of other measures. So that is uh, very positive. We've also seen Prince Edward Island have a minimum age of 21, for tobacco and e-cigarettes, and also to get all e-cigarettes out of convenience stores, only into the adult-only, especially vape stores. So provinces are taking measures. They're providing examples for other you know, provinces to copy. BC right. is also the first, as of January 1st, to have a tax on vaping products, and we support that. All right, Rob, let me take a quick break here and and, uh, stick around with us, please, because we're not quite finished this conversation. A pleasure to welcome Rob Cunningham from Ottawa. He's a senior policy analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. And one of the top stories, one of the top 10 stories in this country this year is going to be vaping, what Canadians have recognized and decided to do about it. Joined on the line from Ottawa by Rob Cunningham, who is a senior policy analyst with Canadian Cancer, talking about certainly what is going to be determined to be one of the top 10 stories in Canada, news stories for 2019, Rob. And of course, that's vaping. And recently, and you've you've brought us up to speed on some measures introduced by individual provinces and indeed the government of Canada recently. What What is the medical community saying about all this? Have they identified the mysterious component in vaping, Rob, that is killing people? It seems to be different from cigarette smoking. There's an extra thing going on here. Do the docs know what that is yet? Well, if we look at the the, the 
cases of severe respiratory disease in the United States. There's certainly been a lot of research on that. Um, in many cases, but not all, vitamin E acetate um, has been identified. But it, there could be other factors. Uh, there, there could be different factors. Uh, but that is certainly one aspect. Um, you know, and certainly many of them, but not all of them are related to THC. So we don't have the full answers yet. And, and many of the cases in Canada um, you know, have been nicotine only. Yeah. Um, so, you know, research is, is still going on to, to identify that. I should let our listeners across Canada know that if they'd like to uh, jump in on this conversation or have a question for our guest, Rob Cunningham, the lines are wide open and toll-free, too, to 1-800-263-2428. Again, that's 1-800-263-2428. Rob, one of the things that surprises people when they observe vaping taking place is the actual amount of, I hesitate to use the word smoke, but that's what it looks like, that some of these uh, these implements these vaping devices allow the user to consume it's an astronomical amount yeah and uh, you know these emissions are uh, you know they, there's there's harm and you know these sort of clouds you know often for young people there could be like cloud contests or as part of the, the cool the you know the attraction right and some of the companies in fact have been promoting uh, these cloud contests as special events where they've paid very young people, just 18 maybe, in some cases, social media influencers. Now, um, that, you know, Facebook has just announced, Instagram, sorry, has just announced, which, you know, affiliated with Facebook just announced that they're not going to allow that. The new policy just this week, um, you know, but that's illegal in Canada because um, you, know, uh, you can't have any people in promotions. Uh, you know, it's, it's a fundamental issue. But yes, so there's there's increasing evidence, you know, with respect to, respiratory disease and cardiovascular disease, um, you know, with respect to e-cigarettes. Uh, now, you know, if a person switches completely, they are less harmful. Um, but the thing is, is that 65% of e-cigarette users are dual users. They're still smoking. So mm-hmm. It's not the intended health benefit. And, um, you know, e-cigarettes are so harmful, so it's not hard to be less harmful. Uh, you know, but, but e-cigarettes are harmful, and they simply should not be used by any non-smoker, ex-smoker, uh, young person, and and they are, and that's a, you know from a health perspective a tremendous concern. And on the from the point of view of cannabis vaping, do, does that include the same uh, dangerous particulates that you were talking about with the nicotine products, Rob? So um, I don't have a full answer on that. Okay, now, it's pretty uh, pretty new science still, isn't it? Yeah. Now Quebec and Newfoundland and Labrador have announced, because, you know, edible cannabis products um, and including vaping products have just been legalized for exactly. retail stores in yeah. mid-December. They're just starting to appear at retail. But Quebec and Newfoundland and Labrador are not going to allow them at all in terms mm. of vaping products uh, because of the concerns uh, and the, un- the un- unanswered questions. The, in the U.S., uh, they, uh, they say there's a explicit advice uh, from the CDC, do not... Uh, for the time being, vape cannabis uh, if you're going to be consuming cannabis until things get sorted out. Okay. Nova Scotia has announced a ban on any flavors in cannabis vaping products. So uh, that is certainly an ongoing area uh, of concern. 
You talked about the provinces and, and the various uh, initiatives from PEI to British Columbia to Ontario and Nova Scotia, certainly as well, Rob. What about the education business? I understand that education is the uh, under the jurisdiction of individual provinces, but are you finding the school system across the country falling in behind the directives of their provincial governments? And, and how uh, extensive, if at all, are bans on school property for vaping. So basically across the country, um, there are bans uh, on smoking on school grounds, either by provincial law or school board policy, um, and, and that is extended to vaping uh, uh, as well, you know, on school property. Um, now, schools are grappling with this. Mm-hmm. You know, print, you know print, I mean, they, they, they've seen, you know, so quickly this change uh, in their student body. And it's all you know. It's a it's a cross section of different kinds of students. Sure you know, is different levels of mm-hmm. you know marks, low marks, high marks. Uh, people you know kids on sports teams, not on sports teams, and 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 so on. And and you know, you know some schools have had to take the doors off uh, washrooms, not the inner doors, the stalls, but just to monitor because so many kids are you know vaping in, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And um, you know members of provincial you know legislatures and members of parliament are hearing about this uh, from their communities. So education is certainly part of the solution, um, but it's, uh, you know, we, we and, and schools are taking care of that. Some provinces are doing things in terms of communications about youth. Uh, Health Canada is doing that. Uh, but our experience from tobacco is that we need much more than education. And that's Interesting why stuff. Is, is so important. And we need a comprehensive strategy that includes taxation, uh, legislation, and programs. And taxation is our top strategy in terms of effectiveness for smoking. Right now, e-cigarettes are so inexpensive. Uh, Time to jack up the price and and make it matter. Rob, I'm fresh out of time, and I am grateful for yours on a Saturday afternoon. I know you've postponed a few moments of Christmas shopping to do this with us, but it's an important topic, and we're grateful for your time and your expertise that contributed to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much, Derek. Our pleasure. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.